Greetings, family. Today is June 13th, 2019. I hope everybody's having a great day today. I want to talk about the church, not just religion, but the house of so-called worship. I know many millions of people go to church, mosques, and temples throughout the week. But I want to ask the question, which Jesus do you follow? And the reason why I say that, because the Jesus that is posted on in churches, on pictures in your house, as to oppose to what the Bible says in Revelations 1, verses 12 through 14. Which Jesus do you follow? Is it the one on your wall? Or is it the one that's in the Bible? Now, the one on the wall in your house it's not a real Jesus. It's a made up picture because it does not even show none of the traits from which the Bible describes Jesus. Now, if Bible is true, then how come for so many years we've been following a picture on the wall instead of what the Bible says what Jesus actually looks like? Jesus actually was a man of color with its wool hair, burnished brass feet, eyes of fire. That's the Jesus in the Bible. The Bible is true. If we believe the Bible, then the Bible says true. Now the picture in your house, these are symbols of a man that's not Jesus. How can you follow a symbol? And if you read your Bible, then you would understand that Jesus was a man of color and not a man with blue eyes, blonde hair, and pale skin. I don't understand why we go back and forth with what Jesus looks like and what he doesn't look like. Why is there so much hate against the Jesus in the Bible where you can't even mention him and you put up fake pictures of him? The church. The church growing up was a place that you believed in. When there were problems, you could go there. There were teachers that actually taught. They count you. The pastors were good people. Old time values. It seems like over the years, the church has become a give me. I need this. Give me so I can get a I can get a bigger building. Give me 
so I can get some personal wealth. I can get a plane. I can get this. I can get that. Give me so the first lady and I can go on our lavish trips. Every time when you see or hear those things, what does that tell you? A lot of these pastors, they live, they're, they're extremely successful. But why are they so extremely successful? They, they feed you something that people need and they crave for. They, they, they feed you hope. Jesus didn't say that you were going to have riches. He never said that. He said, come and follow me. Basically, Jesus was to bring peace. That's what Jesus brings is peace. See, you can have all millions and, and, and billions of dollars and never be peaceful, especially when you don't have the real Jesus in your life. I have to sometimes refer back to the real Jesus because a lot of people are still following that Jesus on their wall in their house. And every time you follow that Jesus, it seems like your attitude changes. You become more of a hungry person looking for wealth instead of peace. Prosperity. You can be prosperous just by having peace because there's many people who don't have peace. Not only don't they have peace, they don't even understand peace. But anytime you out there and you're looking for money from the people, because a lot of these people at these churches, they don't have any money. A lot of times they give you their last, hoping that what you say will come true. And for some of them, depending on how you work, you might actually receive those riches, especially if you believe in the Jesus that's in the book. But it takes work. Some people, they sell out their soul just to get riches. But in the end, there's a price for that as well. We must stop and start reading our books and understanding our books and what they're really all about. If you're not trying to understand the Bible, then why even go to church? Just sit up and let somebody tell you what the Bible says. Because everybody's understanding from the Bible should be the same, but it's not. It's only the same if you're taught the right way. You're not taught about riches and land filled with milk and honey. You're talking about struggle. Because the books say you will struggle. The books say you will struggle. Especially we as black people, we do a lot of struggling, but we also have millions upon millions of people who line up and go to church on Sunday. They go in with a good spirit. They come out with a good spirit. And because they don't have the true spirit of Jesus Christ, that spirit is like an ice cream cone. You keep licking it and licking it. And then it's gone. And then you got to wait till the following week to get some more of that ice cream. So you can feel good. You get that nice taste, nice creamy uh, taste in your mouth. But if you don't get the spirit, the true spirit of Jesus Christ, the Holy Ghost, stop believing in the Trinity, which is the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. 
and start getting that spirit of Jesus Christ by being baptized in his name, you're never going to have that joy of longevity. You'll have joy, but it's only for a season. And we all know how we watch a baseball game, that it's a season, a football game, that's a season. Uh, basketball game, that's the season. And then we have our own seasons, which is ups and downs, ups and downs. Cold, hot, warm, rainy. Those are seasons. When you have true, the true spirit of Jesus Christ, you go through and you have a peace of mind, a peaceful soul, you don't worry about your seasons because you know Jesus is going to bring you through. Jesus never said he was going to make you a millionaire. He never said you was going to have that great job. He never said you was going to have that big old house and that brand new car. Never said that. Struggle. Jesus was about struggle. Jesus didn't even have a place to live. After he left his parents' house, he didn't even have a place to live. He traveled throughout the day throughout the night, sleeping wherever he could sleep. But he did it in peace. How is your peace? Do you have peace? Are you even looking for peace? Or are you just trying to have these so-called riches and worship an idol on the wall? I remember I used to see women kiss the picture of Jesus in their house, and it wasn't even Jesus. See, that's because Revelations chapter 1, Verse 12 through 14 was never probably read or taught by the pastor. My pastor taught about the book of Revelations. A lot of pastors stay away from the book of Revelations. All I want to know is who do you follow? What Jesus do you follow? The one that's on your wall or the one that's in the book? Because if you follow the one that's in the book, you have a much cleaner spirit. You wouldn't hate so much. Matter of fact, you probably wouldn't hate at all. And you would have love for your brother and sister and your fellow man. Not so much. Give me, give me, give me. Because I deserve. You deserve for what you work for. When you work hard, that's when you get stuff. If you don't work, you shouldn't get anything. Jesus was about work. He walked during the day, walked during the night. He traveled with his disciples and they went about and they taught the word. You say, well, teaching uh, him uh, going around talking to people, that's not work. It is extremely hard work because you're talking to people and you're trying to get them to believe. I remember one pastor told me once, he says, if I can get one person out of a thousand to accept this word, then basically I've accomplished my job. And that's true because people don't want to hear the truth. I've put out these podcasts because basically I believe they're true. And throughout my life, throughout what I've seen, throughout what I've studied, the things that I say are true. They're factual. They're not something that's non-factual. They're factual. You can look them up. But people choose not to look up the truth. Because as long as I'm, I don't, I don't want to look it up or know the truth, then basically, I'm telling you, 
I don't care. I'm scared. So I'm not looking for the truth. I just rather live the way it is. It's like when some people say, well, I might be sick and have cancer, but I'd rather not know about the cancer. I just rather not know. And that's the way it is about the truth. People shield themselves and hide themselves from the truth because they know, like they say, the truth will set you free. Tell the truth. Stop following the idol. It's the same way with Christmas. You look forward, you teach your kids about uh, a fat white man coming down the chimney and you call it Christmas. Jesus's birthday. And that's not even Jesus's birthday. But you teach this lie and then it spreads and then they teach this lie and then it spreads and then it becomes such a big lie. You can no longer come back from it. And it goes from generation to generation to generation. It's like Easter. You teach your kids about Easter eggs, bunnies and laying chicken eggs. With different colors. And then that becomes a lie. If Jesus's birthday or he risen on one day, but how come every year he rises on another day? It could be late March or like it was this year. It was almost late April. So when is he rising? Because these are man-made holidays or man-made days that get you to buy into spending your money instead of really teaching your children about the real church, the church of Jesus Christ. But you can continue to do these things because you show that you don't care, many of you, thousands of you, millions of you. You don't care about the truth. So if you don't care about the truth, then hey, keep living your life. It's like police are supposed to protect everyone. Black people pay their taxes. The law is supposed to protect everyone. But it protects who it wants to protect. And it leaves a lot of times black and brown out there to wither. So it's like who really is protecting you? When you have Jesus, he watches over you. He protects you. But the black church and all churches, they want your money and they find all kinds of ways of deception to get your money. And many times not knowing or really not caring or maybe because you never were taught that you go along with these schemes and what it does is destroy a people black people will walk into these churches on Sunday and they will hear these words and they'll be filled with joy they'll walk in there strong they'll come out weak as water because that ice cream cone would have just withered away and they'll be back to the same old self of not really understanding 
Because when you love Jesus, you go out there, you try to put out the truth. It don't always have to be in the book. You put out the truth, the truth that is true, not some made up truth, the truth. Because the Bible has been written so many times, a lot of things in the Bible are not even the truth anymore because they've been, the wording has been changed from its original content. If you're going to keep changing a word from its original content, then basically, hell, why do we need a Bible? Because you ain't going to do no but change it so, every so many years. You change it to fit whatever your desires are. And that's where a lot of these pastors do. They don't teach uh, the Lord Jesus Christ. They preach what they want to preach. It's like when you can't talk about homosexuality in the church, you don't condemn it. You give it some other type of meaning. Then you need to turn in your pastorship. Because if you can't teach about homosexuality, which is a sin in the book. It was an abomination back in the day. A whole bunch of stuff was going on in Sodom and Gomorrah. And God destroyed it. But today we live in a modern Sodom and Gomorrah. So you could take that for what it's worth. It could be today. It could be a hundred years from now. It could be trillion years from now. But God will come back because he's getting sick and tired of this modern Sodom and Gomorrah. Because people are not trying to really learn the truth. They don't read their Bibles. They only pick them up when they go to church. Maybe a Sunday school. Maybe Bible study. Maybe church uh, during the day on Sunday. Church during the evening on Sunday. But they only pick them up. They crack them open and the pastor gives you some scriptures and you go get the scriptures. You don't take the book and study it. To, tr to truly learn what is actually being said in that book. You play, you play God. You don't serve God, you play God. Or you play like you're serving God. But you're not serving God. You're serving a God, all right. And that's when we talk about the Jesus on the wall, because that's who you're serving. You're not serving the one that's in the book, you're serving the one that's on the wall. Okay, my brothers and my sisters, I say peace out. Understand. You got to be more serious in these churches. You condemn these people or you, 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 you let these people know that you're not a fool. You have to push these people into teaching the truth because if you're not, then you're guilt, just as guilty as they are in pushing falsehood. Peace out, my brothers and sisters. Have a great day. Enjoy your weekend. This is Ecologist Real Talk. I'll see you next Tuesday. Peace out.